Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. Should I buy or rent in Florida? And the real questions you need to be asking yourself. Now, I've been a real estate agent and moved in many different places. And I've always asked that same question, especially in the military. It was always, always moving. And uh, always kind of curious of what's the best way to go for my specific situation. Well, this is what it's gonna be for you. And and I bet that you're probably gonna be thinking like, yeah, that he's a realtor, he's gonna tell me to, to purchase. That's not necessarily true which is why I wanna go through and give you this information. So, number one on the list is, will renting be cheaper than purchasing? Well, what I'm gonna ask is, of course, another question to you is, how long are you gonna be there? Are you planning to move here and stay here for the next 10 years, five years? Or are you just planning on dropping in for a year or two and then kinda seeing what happens from there? If you are going to be here or come to this area and plan to stay at least two years, purchasing might be the best option for you. Why two years? Well, after about that amount of time, you in a a normal market that we've been in have had enough appreciation in that property over time that you can sell it and still recoup your money, still get some nice tax breaks during that time, and also build up your credit for the next actual purchase or whatever else that you want to do with your money. Um, if it's going to be less than that, you may want to consider going ahead and and renting in that mean in in that time, just in case you need to move somewhere else very quickly. You may have to still pay to get out of your lease. We see a lot of that here in Florida, actually a lot of it statewide that if uh, if you're only there for six months, your lease is for a year, sometimes you gotta pay that extra, like six months just to get out of it. And that's the contract that you signed because rentals, especially here in Northwest Florida, are in such high demand. It's actually cheaper, if you're looking month to month, to purchase a place than it is to rent one. At least here in the Destin, Fort Walton Beach area, that's absolutely true. So as long as you're gonna be at least in our area for at least two years, I would say absolutely do that. But are there costs? Yeah, of course, but we're gonna talk a little bit more about that here in a minute. Number two, one of the highest questions I get is, what about the hurricanes? Like, how does that work? I don't wanna buy a property and then a hurricane blows it over and now I don't have a property and I'm completely out, right? Or, you know, what about that insurance? You know, I gotta have hurricane insurance on top of this other insurance? Like, whoa, like, it's way too much money. That's not necessarily true. Now, granted, most of everybody moving here is going to be financing, meaning you're gonna to have to finance through a bank. And we do this all the time. It's, it's 95 plus percent, I don't know the actual statistics, but at least that many that people come in and actually do and, and, and finance a home. But hurricanes, when you get insurance for the house, you have to bind that insurance prior to you closing on a house anyway. And that insurance, all the ones here in the state of Florida needs to have a hurricane deductible with it. That's just that's what it is across the board. It's always going to be in there. So when you look at our insurance here in comparison to other places, you're like, wow, that's really high. It's like, yeah, but the hurricane insurance is in that policy. 
Now, certain things like flood um, and anything extra that you put on there, that is extra, but you don't necessarily have to have flood. At least here in the Destin Fort Walton Beach area, a lot of places aren't in a flood zone. They're in a zone X, which means they're minimal. And even if you go into an AE, uh, that means that it's highly, it's a little bit more probable that it could flood, then the flood insurance is still FEMA covered, so it's not as much as, say, private insurance, which if you have VE, which are those places that are, uh, well, pretty much right on the water and um, like very, very flat to the water or sitting there on the Gulf, you have to get private insurance for that. And that gets pretty darn expensive. So if you're not rolling in the cash, well, maybe you want to consider getting a little bit further off the beach. <laughs> but you are covered for hurricanes. So if you're looking to purchase, don't let that stop you. Okay. Number three, can I afford it? I told you I'd get back to this, right? Can I afford it? Can I afford to purchase? Can I afford not to purchase, right? First thing, let's talk about purchasing a home. There are initial costs. So if you're going to purchase, we'll just say a $300,000 home, that's kind of average in the Fort Walton Beach area for a single family home. Uh, the initial cost is inspections, it's earnest money, it's things like that. So let's kind of talk what that looks like. So if, if you're not in the military or previously military, you'll probably need to put down an earnest or a down payment, which is somewhere between five to 20 plus percent. If you wanna to try to get an FHA loan, it could be 3.5% down, but just know that you may carry additional costs over time with that. Uh, your initial cost out of pocket, you'll have to put down earnest money or END, which is basically just good faith money to say I'm serious with a contract. That money is gonna to go towards your closing cost at the end of the day, but it's usually about 1%. So in our example, $3,000. What else? you're going to have to pay for inspections. Now, inspections here in the state of Florida are optional, big old air quotes, because you don't wanna spend $300,000 on a house and have no idea what's going in it and it'd be a money pit, right? So you wanna go ahead and get your own inspection for it. Now, this is different than the bank's inspection, but in our area, you'll see a standard inspection for we'll say a 2000 square foot home, somewhere around $400. Now, there are some additional inspections you may want to consider, such as a four-point inspection, which anything built 25 years or older, your insurance is probably going to require it. Tim, what's a four-point inspection? Well, it goes a little bit more in depth on your roof, your HVAC, so heating and cooling, your wiring, and your plumbing, okay? And your insurance are going to need that, and once they have that, they can give you better discounts providing it passes, right? <laughs> also, you will always want to get, unless it's a brand new house, you want to get a wind mitigation inspection with that as well. Now, wind mitigation is basically just taking a look at your roof and making sure it's not as likely that it, the roof is going to fly off when a hurricane or a big storm comes through. So then make sure it's got hurricane clips on it. There's enough nails in the shingles, you know, stuff like that. So all in all, most people spend somewhere around five to 600 bucks on inspections initially. Okay. There's one other inspection you may want to consider as well, or may be required from your lender, which is a WDO or wood destroying organisms, termites. <laughs> we live in Florida, termites are a thing. Make sure that you go ahead and get that inspection for that. So there's not active termites in the house after you purchase it. Okay. Other things to consider too, is you may need to pay for your appraisal upfront as well. 
That's another out-of-pocket cost, somewhere around five to $600, depending. And that's the bank going through to make sure that it's worth whatever that you and the seller agreed for, okay? So those are your initial costs. You will have closing costs. Closing costs at that price that I just had mentioned is somewhere around eight to $10,000, and that's really gonna be dependent upon the deal. If you want some more information on what closing costs are, please reach out to myself or anybody on the team, and we'd be happy to give you a detailed explanation for that. Can I afford it also includes, all right, after you've closed on the house, what other things would I not have to worry about if I was a renter? How about maintenance? What if the cooling unit goes out? This isn't like living up north. Now I'm from upstate New York and we didn't have AC units. We may have had a couple of window units, but we didn't use them all the time because it didn't get that hot. I mean, in comparison. So here, mostly everything's cooled. So if that cooling goes out and you're in your house and you're just dying of, of heat exhaustion, um, those are some things that you need to fix and fix very, fairly quickly. So maintenance on the house is not just that, but maybe there's a leak in the roof or something goes wrong. Well, that's up to you. But one thing to note is that during this time, yeah, you may have a couple of maintenance costs that happen, but as long as you're hanging onto this asset over time, that you're making money on appreciation of that asset over time. So typically that goes up around three to 4% each year, meaning the value of this house keeps going up as long as you maintain it, right? Now, this is 2020, I'm sorry, 2022, when I recorded this video and last year in 2021, appreciation was like 12%. It was insane. <laughs> so uh, obviously moving forward is probably not gonna be that way, but there's no indicators as real estate agents that we can put up that says that there's going to be any dip in the market. Now, what we're going to see is a deflation of the market, meaning that it's still gonna climb, but not at that same rate, right? So probably start to, or at least they're predicting, realtrends.com is where I got this information from. If you're curious, you wanna look it up. But uh, it did spike, but it's going to still go up, but at a, at a lower rate, and we're gonna get down to that three, 4% year over year, which is still good. Okay, number four, what if I'm gonna move here and I'm gonna move out soon or I have the potential to move out soon. Now me as a, uh, as a young military guy, this was something that I was always considering. What if, you know, what if I get orders? What if, what if they're gonna ship me out? You know, well, what am I gonna do with that house? I've only had it for a year. It's gonna cost money to go ahead and sell this. Well, one thing to kind of think about is what's the rentability of these units? Now here in the entire state of Florida, <laughs> there are lots of people moving down. And if you're lucky enough to be somewhere close to the coast or in a desirable area, or you're out in Orlando, Miami, something like that, the rentability of these units is still really good. By and large, there are some pockets that won't be quite as good, but is it, is it gonna be rentable back out? Is it possible that I can use this rental as an Airbnb for the time that I'm gonna be gone? Um, is, is a long-term rental, like what are, those, what are those rental numbers looking at? So a lot of those times you have to consider that moving forward. Hey, is, can I rent this out? Worst case scenario, I gotta go. And most cases, especially here in Northwest Florida, we're surrounded by four military installations. So there's always a high demand for that. Not just that, but if you live in an area that allows Airbnbs, VRBOs, basically short-term vacation rentals, you can definitely do that and make very, very good money from, uh, from doing those short-term rentals. Okay, number five, are there tax benefits to purchasing? Absolutely there are. 
<laughs> Absolutely. When you purchase a home, you have lots of different tax benefits that you'll be able to get. A couple of ones I want to point out specifically is that when you purchase a home, you can file for what we have or what we call homestead exemption. You can go ahead and file up to $50,000 off your tax appraised value. And that is all you're going to be taxed upon year over year. Not only that, but it stops the, the state of Florida from taxing you or raising your taxes more than 3% per year. So that's pretty awesome uh, that you're able to take that down and the taxes, uh, your property taxes, where they make up a lot of their money, uh, you can actually kind of take that down quite a bit. Now, if you're a veteran and you're 100% disabled, you don't have to pay property taxes at all, which is insane. But that's awesome. That's how Florida looks after their military vets, which is pretty darn good. All right. And the last question that I get asked all the time, especially as the, the new year kind of came around, is, is this the right time to buy here this year in 2022? Well, let me give you some outlook of what it looks like. So at least currently, we're still seeing the onset of low inventory and a high amount of buyers trying to move, right? The caveat that I'm going to give to this is that the interest rates are still very low, but the outlook towards the end of this year is that they're going to go up. I can tell you right now, as a date of this video in mid-March, they're already going up and they're going to go up in different iterations. What they've been saying, we'll see if this is true, is that uh, in quarter three of this year, we're going to see a big bump up, at least a point, uh, moving up in all different types of loan products. So if you're watching this video and it's prior to quarter three of 2022, I would suggest that you get into something and lock it in prior to that. Now, even after the fact, well, after the interest rate goes up, some of the buyers won't qualify anymore. So we'll have a lower amount of buyers which means there's still the same amount of people that need to move. So the inventory, meaning the amount of properties, should increase. Well, that's awesome, but it depends upon what's important for you. Do you want that perfect house, even though you're going to be, you're paying a little bit more in interest over time? Or do you want to get into something to capitalize on the low interest rate over time and go that way? So is it the money or the house? And you're probably like, Tim, it's kind of both, but... All right. Well, whatever's important to you, <laughs> that's what I would say. So either way, it could be very advantageous to do it now. It could be very advantageous to do it later. Just know that the market is correcting a little bit more. Uh, typically in our MLS here, we have somewhere around 3,000 pushing 4,000 homes to list. Right now it's like a thousand. So it's, it's crazy. <laughs> homes, homes are flying out the market still. You're probably going to continue to see that throughout the summer, at least in our area and probably other areas of Florida. Uh, that being said, the rental market is just about the same here. We, we don't even tell people like, Hey, you can look at rentals now, but they're not going to be available later. Like 30 days before you're supposed to be in a place. That's when you're going to be looking. You're probably going to have to purchase sight unseen, all these different things. When it comes to purchasing, you got a little bit more of a pull because it's a little bit more drawn out, but more other people need to be qualified in order to purchase these homes. So the pool of people that you're competing with, it's a lot more or more difficult to qualify to purchase a home than it is to rent.
That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, make sure to give them a call, send them a text, or email, because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.